Welcome to the Marketing Chief Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Collins. This bonus episode is our continuing conversation with the general manager of Turner Classic Movies, Paula Shagnon. In this first section, Paula talks about the challenges of remote production. And then don't forget, it gets more complicated if we have guests. So we often want to bring in people from a wide spectrum of contemporary culture to talk about these movies. It might be filmmakers, could be athletes, could be other kind of pop cultural figures who care as much about movies as we do. They just come at it in a different way. They're like major fans sometimes. So we've, in an interesting way, had more flexibility because we haven't required people to fly into our studio in Atlanta or fly into our studio in LA, wherever they are, they're able to show up. You know, and that's been kind of uh, a real upside. And and I was just talking to the head of our studio group saying, you know, in some ways you've been forced into innovating, but you know, there, there are a lot of these tricks that are now going to be available to you going forward that are economical, that are super nimble. Um, and it won't be what you rely on because it is slower, but it'll be so great in the mix of what we do and how we produce. There really are some creative ways out there that people and even in newscasts have yes, for sure. pivoted. I yeah. would, I, I do cringe uh, when I'm watching the news and somebody's Skyping oh, yeah. in and the video drops out or the audio drops out, or you're listening to a podcast like this and we're on Zoom and, then, and maybe the connection drops out from time to time. Yeah, but or, word of God, people don't look at themselves on their monitor and, and, you know, you can sort of see that they don't recognize that the camera's under their chin right. and all you see is their ceiling or whatever it is. But, um, but it has been interesting. I think there are some positives in that I feel like, especially with news, I feel such a deeper connection with a lot of that talent that has been forced to work from home and you see their environment. You're like, oh my God, I really like their art. Oh my God, what a great photography collection. And there's just such a new layer of humanity that you assess as you're taking all that in. It can also be a huge distraction, you know, because I'm like, wait, what is that book on the corner? You know, (laughs) but it's better than how a lot of them started out, which was a green screen with, oh. you know, logos behind them. And, oh. and I'm so glad that we're seeing actual living environments now. Yeah. The, and the, the interesting thing for us is, you know, again, it's been over a year now that we've had to modify production, but we're starting to move back into studio next month Great. here in Atlanta. And that's, everyone is just super excited because those are muscles that are well trained and not only for the studio group, but also for the talent. It just takes a lot of pressure off of what they have to do. They just really literally need to do their job now, <laughs> not all the extra stuff. Polo discusses TCM's commitment to quality and how HBO Max helps the network reach more fans. You know, again, we're part of this larger structure, Warner Media, and we make movies in this company, we make TV shows. All, all of us sort of under the same tent now more than ever, really it's organized that way. And the thing that we keep hearing from our, our colleagues at different parts is, oh, TCM means quality. You know, I would love to figure out a way to work with you guys on something that we're doing or bring our talent to your show or, you know, have one of our guys be a guest programmer for a night on TCM because those movies influenced what they're doing now. Things like that that just... Um, kind of reinforce, I think, the space that we're in. More than anything, though, the thing that that is our challenge, for sure, is ensuring that we are leaning in enough to things that are accessible to an audience beyond where we are right now. And, you know, cable is a significant 
place for us. It's our home, but we know we need to be doing more to ensure the, the future life of this brand. And HBO Max is a big part of that. It's a great platform, I think, to, to broaden your reach. I remember someone said to me years ago, the movies aren't old if you've never seen them. That's right. Right? The stories are new and the stories are good. And that's why they have survived the test of time. Um, you can experience them in a new and different way. I remember the first time I saw Casablanca was in the movie theater because of the TCM series. And someone said, you've never seen that before? And I thought they were saying it almost in a negative way. Right. Like, like where have you been hiding? And, and, and what they said was, how great that the first time you saw it was on the big screen. That's right. Because, because that's the way it, it should be seen. That's right. Um, I, I think you're, you're exactly right. And I think, you know, the network's been around 27 years. And so there are, there are generations that have grown up learning about classic movies in that way. That's not how I learned about classic movies. I had to see them chopped up on TV, commercial interruption, edited like in some willy nilly way. So in some way we've created an expectation that you should see a movie without commercial interruption and the way it was meant to be seen. Um, no editing for time or content. It's like, no, you know, or and format it's even. cool. It's really cool. And we want to make sure that we're providing that ex that same experience and access to future generations in, in HBO Max. Polo discusses the connection TCM has with its fans. One thing I was going to say, just back to kind of uh, aspects of TCM that are unique. Um, as I said, we just had our 27th birthday. We didn't like market it at all because we've got other things going on right now. And 27 is a weird number. But we got so so much love in social people saying happy birthday tcm here's one of my favorite memories of tcm and you're like oh my god who who's whoever does that for a network you know um it that is just one of those signs that people are passionate about this because we represent these experiences you can't find elsewhere and it's not commoditized right we really treat each movie with the respect it's due even ones that let's face it they're all not all Casablanca. We've got some weirdo little, you know, maybe less prestige pictures, but we're still going to treat those with respect and and be creative in how we curate and present them. Paula shares one of her favorite movies. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen this one. What's your favorite movie quote? <laughs> um, so, you know, I am one of the worst people about quotes. I really am. <laughs> okay. It just came up recently. I, I literally have to go look up things that I know I love. It's more movie moments and scenes, okay. you know? And I think one of my favorite movies that I return to regularly for almost sustenance, because it's so rich for me, is Notorious by Alfred Hitchcock, starring Cary Grant and Ingrid Bergman. And it's everything I love. It's, it's very... Uh, sinister but romantic and it's also got uh, you know as far as stakes there are nazis in the background there's you know uh like all these incredibly uh, uh what's the word in interlocked moments within in the movie that are just played out so incredibly well but one of the ones that i love is at the well i don't know if i should spoil it because it's at the end of the movie 
Yeah, but don't spoil it because it's where, new to me, right? If I haven't seen it, it's new to me. There's a moment where literally all these Nazis who are now in, in um, uh, Buenos Aires are plotting to, to still do evil, but now from Latin America, which is true. You know, there was this incredible exodus to South America for, for Nazis after the war and they got lost and could carry on. It's really um, incredible. But so, so that's going on sort of in the background of the story. Ingrid Bergman has been slowly being poisoned and she was like a sort of spy living in the house of one of these Nazis. Cary Grant at this very moment figures out, oh my God, she's not hung over all the time. She's being poisoned. She does love me because he thinks their love affair is over. And he has to, at the on the one hand, be as smooth as silk to get by this, this room of Nazis, make his way up to the ailing Ingrid Bergman, carry her down while they're all watching and he's trying to be cool and she's basically passed out. And they make it into the car at the last minute and he locks the door literally as they're about to break in. And it is just, it's just one of those moments where every time I'm like, are they gonna get in the car safely? <laughs> and will they be in love? I think they will. I, I like that. I like that ending. That's a that's a great ending. Thanks for joining us on this bonus episode of the Marketing Chief Podcast. 